Bidzy Small Business Society, number 18. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresov. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am joined by the one and the only Rod Peterson. For the past 18 years, Rod's been the voice of your Saskatchewan Rough Riders, making him the longest-serving play-by-play man in franchise history. In addition, Rod hosts a daily sports talk show called The Sports Cage on 620 CKRM Regina. Rod, so happy you could join us. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself on a personal level than about what it is that you do? Sure, Rob. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to go. I'm getting real old, so my bio is getting real long. But I'll just tell (laughs) you that uh, I was raised on a farm 30 miles south of Regina in a little town called Milestone. Went, did not care for farming. So the second I turned, uh, graduated grade 12, went to broadcasting school in Calgary. And uh, after that, just kind of began this odyssey working in the sports media, to be honest, for the most part. Uh, in radio and, and 17 years in the Western Hockey League, and as you mentioned, 18 in the CFL, but very vastly uh, interested in getting into small business on my own and working for myself. And I incorporated a company in 2013, Peterson Media, which is just absolutely taking off. And uh, and to be honest with you, I never thought that I would be in business whatsoever. It didn't really interest me. And then I saw all the benefits of it and uh, really, really, really enjoying it. And I'd like to say doing pretty well at it too. Rod, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that journey, but can you tell us a little bit more about when you got your start? Like you've been all over radio and all over TV. Can you take us back to the very first time that you called a game? It's funny you say that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking of that today because... (laughs) I'm 43 years old, and I called my first game when I was in grade 11 oh, wow. in, in, in 1988 on CFSL Radio in uh, Weyburn, and it was, uh, I think it was a senior hockey game in Gravelberg or something, and the regular broadcaster couldn't make it, and the radio station management said, you're going to do the game, you're ready. <laughs> and as much as I knew that I was, frankly, I was still scared because it was my first time on the radio. But I was, you know, I first appeared in 1988 on the radio in Weyburn when I was in grade 11, whatever you want to, 16 years old, I guess. So, so at 43 years of age, I'm coming up on 30 years in the broadcast industry. Well, so right. think, think about that. And so looked at all of the uh, different innovations and the changes. And, uh, and to be honest, this is the cool thing, being on the radio in Regina for the most part, most of those years, I've still been able to see pretty much everything that I've wanted to see in terms of being around the continent. Like I say, meeting new people, seeing new places, and it's been absolutely cool. And being able to do it out of Regina as my home base is is doubly cool. 
So, Rod, I want to talk about the first time that you went on the air and some of those fears and some of those challenges a little bit later, but you've got a live radio show that is also a podcast. You've got the farewell season coming up at Mosaic Stadium. Lots of other stuff happening now as well. What's got you most jacked? What's got you most excited in getting you out of bed every morning? That's a really good, that's an awesome question, by the way. Uh, a lot of things, an absolute lot of things. A buddy of mine from a club that I'm in just texted me today and he said, how are things in your world? Are you busy? And I said, well, yes, absolutely, which is, which is great. I said that I got some meetings this morning, a podcast interview, which is what I'm doing right now, yeah. a funeral this afternoon for the uh, longtime CFL officiating supervisor, Ken Pickett out of Regina, is going to be laid to rest this afternoon. Then my radio show the, from 4 to 6.30, live from Regina's Brand Center, and then a Pats game tonight in the playoffs. And uh, to be honest, the Pats are my favorite team in the world. They, they really are. I know that rankles a lot of Rough Rider fans, but I'm a <laughs> hockey guy first. That was the sport that I played. And to be honest with you, Rob, what I said to the, my friend was, past today, I don't know what I'm doing. I just do it one day at a time. This is what's got me excited today is to go uh, respect Ken Pickett at this funeral, see who's there in terms of Rough Rider and CFL personalities, be at the hockey game tonight, do business uh, in these meetings, do the podcast with you. It's a, you know what? It's a, it's a whirlwind every day, but I love it. And to be honest with you, I'm hosting a seminar which I think you know about Saturday, I May do. 14th yeah, at Mosaic Stadium in Pilsner Place, which is a first for me. It's a huge step. It's a one-day conference for social media, media relations, branding, publishing, all of the things that I do. And uh, it's filling up really quickly. And it's the first time that I've ever done anything like this. That was a major, major fear for me. What you know, Putting yourself out there, putting on a seminar, wondering if anybody will go. And to have it fill up the way that it has is incredible because, like I say, um, you talk about being in radio forever. That's one medium. There, probably about a decade ago, I thought just for fun, I'm going to try and earn a paycheck in television, radio, internet, and print all in one year. <laughs> and uh, I did it and realized, why stop at one year? <laughs> why not continue to do that for the rest of your life or as long as people will pay attention to all the crap that you're spewing every day and uh and people that you know and i credit the rider fans for all of this because somebody once told me uh lions in a zoo the more you feed them the hungrier they get they they never get filled up that's what rider fans are like the more content you can crank out through all of these mediums the more they devour it and they want more and for a guy in my business, that's, a, that's an awesome thing. That's a really awesome thing. I don't want to give away too many secrets here on this interview because I know how many people listen to your podcast and the rest of the other media is going to get some ideas here. But that's the one thing that keeps mulling over in my mind. The bottom line and theme of this seminar that I'm going to host is if you don't want to put in the work, if you don't want to hustle, if you don't want to capitalize on these opportunities, don't show up, don't come to my conference, and most of all, don't complain that you're not getting ahead in life because that's the only way you're going to do it. I really think the opportunities are out there, and what I'm gathering from you, Rod, is that you just have to roll with the punches and really, really seize those opportunities. So I also want to talk about some of those challenges and some of those fears like you talked about earlier. So what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced as a broadcaster? Was there ever really a time when you thought, hey, who really wants to listen to what I have to say anyway? I think that every day, <laughs> for one. 
for I, I honestly do believe that. And for two, you know, I was speaking in a school here last year, Campbell Collegiate in Regina, grade nine English class, and I was telling them my story, similar to what I'm telling you. Right. And uh, near the end of the class, one of the kids, you know, I think I said, "Do you have any questions, or do you, what would you guys like to talk about in the Q and A?" And this kid says, "You sound like you've been the luckiest guy in the world." And I just like I lost it at the front of the room, which I don't normally do. I'm like, luck, <laughs> luck, luck has nothing to do with it. And that, but I don't focus on the, the challenges and the roadblocks. And there's another thing that I was thinking about today. I had an NHL job, an agreement with an NHL team to be their broadcaster. And to be honest, we shook hands. And that was, you know, this isn't a, a story that my bosses don't know about. They know all about it. And at the last minute, the deal was ripped away. That was the goal that I'd had since I was six years old. You ask me what gets me out of the bed in the morning. It was to be an NHL broadcaster every day since grade one. And, and to have that ripped out of your hands, as my boss actually called it, the winning lottery ticket ripped out of your hands, it devastated me, absolutely killed me. And that was only a couple of years ago. And it killed my family too, because they knew how long I've wanted this since being a child. But then I thought, but I don't sit and worry about it. I don't sit and think that I've been screwed over. I have put it behind me. Whether that's the right thing to do or not, well, it is the right thing to do. That's just one challenge. But, you know, I see these memes and these things on Facebook and through social media. Some you, some you can listen to, a lot you can't. But one was your dreams are on the other side of your fears. I saw that just a few months ago. And I thought that this is a, and I said to my wife, this seminar is a huge thing for me. It's it's uh, like jumping off the cliff to success. You can stay on that cliff your whole life and never experience life, or you can jump and see where you land. And that's what I'm doing with this seminar. And I do a lot of reading of entrepreneur.com and Business Insider and uh, you know websites like this. And, and one guy said he started doing a seminar. First one he did was in front of one person in New York, and I think it was a homeless person. <laughs> one person showed up to see this guy speak. And he went on to, you know, but he did it. And uh, that was my, yeah, that was my goal. I, if nobody shows up to, to my seminar, if one person shows up, I'm doing it. Uh, but as it turns out, I haven't had to worry about that because people have been registering uh, every day since I announced it just uh, about 10 days ago. I know you've got a great response to that seminar and that's great that you just took that leap. So Rod, you've got a successful career in media. Your blog has received several national awards. What are some of the rewards that you take away from doing what you do? Well, in the blog specifically, that was a, <laughs> that's a pretty cool story. I mean, I started that for the very simple reason that you know, on March 19th, 2006, I didn't have any venue to get things off my chest. I was a play-by-play broadcaster for the Riders and the Regina Pats, and I was a morning sports reader. But you're just calling a game or reading the sports scores. You didn't actually get to talk about what you really are thinking. So I started that blog. And it just went nuts. That was back when it dawned on me that the more rider coverage you give these fans, the more they want. So it was because of them that it's been popular. But uh, here's a huge benefit of that. Uh, June of 2008, I get a call from a publisher in Ontario saying, we'd like you to write a book for us on the Grey Cup season of the Rough Riders in 2007. And we thought you're the perfect. Yeah, they said, we thought you're the perfect guy to write this book. And they said, we would like to build a stable of books under our publishing company, and we'd like you to write the first one. 
And I thought I'd always wanted to write a book going back to probably grade four was the earliest I'd thought, boy, one day I'd like to write a book. But I never knew what it would be about. Well, here's a publisher coming to me saying, here's your topic. Go. And by the way, you've got until August 15th to get it done. (laughs) So I had two and a half months to write a book. And the beautiful thing was being able to go back through my blog I, could, I had all the quotes, all the game scores, all the photos, everything from that season already on my website because I've been publishing it daily. So I basically went through that blog day by day, wrote everything into a story, wove it into an entertaining story, did a few interviews, of course, of the key people that were involved with the Rough Riders at that time, like Eric Tillman and Jim Hobson and Kerry Joseph. And, uh, well, lo and behold, the book becomes a net, uh, bestseller. But it's one of the stories that I'm going to tell at the seminar is the publisher dropped 5,000 of those books off at Mosaic Stadium on a pallet and left. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> they went on to their next project. And here's me with 5,000 books saying, how am I going to sell these? So I had to construct a marketing plan, a budget, pick up the phone, call the TV stations, the newspaper, the radio station and real radio stations and realized, quite frankly, they weren't real interested in helping me. I remember the ones that did. And I remembered even more than ones that don't. And uh, like I say, it went on to become a bestseller. That's a story that I'm pretty proud of. We've talked about it throughout the interview so far, but what specific ways are you really connecting with your audience? Do you rely on organic growth or are you doing anything specifically to proactively grow your listener base? Mostly organic, to be honest with you. I, I sat back and thought, probably about a year or so ago, how am I going to construct a marketing plan? What am I going to do? And what am I going to advertise? My website, my radio show, my social media feeds. I couldn't really come up with anything. So I decided I'm just going to go through social media, through Facebook and Twitter and promote my stuff through that. And all of a sudden, my hits doubled, grew by 100%. So yeah, but the key is you just absolutely have to continue to crank out um, engaging content. And when you talk about connecting with listeners... You know, there's long ago, before there even was social media, I made a pact with myself that whenever I'm asked to do an interview, no matter how small the outlet that I'm talking to, whether it's a national television network or a small town weekly newspaper, I'm going to do the interview with them. And there's, you know, that sounds pretty, pretty standard, you would think, but a lot of guys don't. A lot of guys don't. They turn down interviews. I've spoken with NHL teams, myself trying to get interviews to interview players that are from here. And I've been turned down by the NHL teams and thought, wow, you guys are selling that many tickets, are you, that you don't need any of the exposure from a free interview? So so there's that. And then the other thing is just dealing with fans, um, you know, the good ones, obviously, because there's a world of haters out there. That's one thing that I deal with on a daily basis is, you know, deflecting them. But when the good hardcore fans write me through Facebook, through Twitter, I just set aside a time in my day, sometimes up to an hour to write back to fans. And that's another thing that most guys don't do. For whatever reason, they don't do it. And it endears you to the fans. It gives you a connection to the fans that they appreciate. Everything I do is for the fans. That's the most important thing. I, I tell the teams, the players, the coaches, I wish you wouldn't read my website. I really wish you wouldn't read it. It's for the fans. But they read it anyways because they want to know what's being said about them. And that's very understandable. <laughs> but it all works together. Okay, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. 
Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone, searching for someone to complete your projects? Are you tired of tedious internet searches, trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back and let local businesses come to you. Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribe categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Okay, Rod, so we've reached a point in our show where we ask a few lighter questions just to get to know a little bit more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yep. Sure. What type of cell phone do you use? I got an iPhone 6 Plus. What type of car do you drive? I drive a 2014 Ford Escape through a promo deal with my friends at Titan Auto in Regina. Ooh, look at that. Uh, do you have a favorite vacation spot, Rod? Yeah, several. Uh, I fight with my wife and I over <laughs> that uh, quite regularly. I could go to Phoenix on every trip I've ever made, but I like Mexico as well. Do you have a favorite food? Taco time would be my guilty pleasure. Tex-Mex, I would eat it every day if I could. Mind you, I could eat pizza every day too. There's a lot of bad ones on that list. Rod, uh, are you currently reading a specific book? Yeah, well, I'm, I've gone back and read, I'm reading for the second time, a book that's entitled How Successful People Think. Can't remember the author's name, it doesn't matter. I read it once, I'm going back and reading it for a second time. And right now, that's the only one that's on my coffee table that, that I'm reading. Oh, and the other one is The Man Who Owns the News, the Rupert Murdoch story. I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to Vegas this weekend, and I'll be reading that on the plane. I'm about halfway through Rupert Murdoch's Path to Domination of the Media. So if you want to know, <laughs> that's what I'm reading right now. And besides our show and even your show, The Sports Cage, what is your favorite podcast? What I've got downloaded on my phone right now is the BS report by Bill Simmons oh, yeah. uh, in the States. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's Absolutely, one of the most yeah, successful. Yeah, yep. yeah. One of the most successful podcasters in the world. And uh, Colin Cowherd, the herd on ESPN radio, but he's no, no longer with them. So I got to find, find a new favorite. I would say it's probably the Bidzy podcast as <laughs> we sit here today. Perfect. Rod, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? Let me say this. I expect to win every time. And when I don't, I'm disappointed for a while, but look for the next challenge. Can I just tell you a quick story about that? We were just in Phoenix for the Ryderville party. We have a rider tailgate event in Phoenix, just outside Gila River Arena where the Coyotes play. Uh, about 1,100 people showed up, which was triple the amount from last year. And it was left to me to promote this through social media. So I'm pretty happy that it was tripled from last year's stats and the bar owner where we held the party came up to me and said you guys are unbelievable you're rider fans this is number three for us for a busiest day behind the super bowl here in phoenix 
and the college football national championship. Wow. You're number three. <laughs> and I got mad. I'm like, number three? I want to be number one. What's, <laughs> why, why aren't we number one? And then I, the guys calmed me down and said, the Super Bowl and the college football national championship are American <laughs> events, and they were actual games. We just threw a party, and it was that big. So that's kind of what I expect. So, Rod, we may have some aspiring journalists and broadcasters listening. What would you say to them about succeeding in the world of media? I'll tell you right now, I just shared a thing on Facebook at sportscasterlife.com. Five myths about sportscasting and one truth. And uh, he, the guy wrote it best. There's a lot of downfalls to the business, the salary being one, the hours being two. This has been very difficult on my family. They've been very supportive for me to be in this career. And the money was something that didn't come until later on in my career, until I figured a lot of things out. But it's so absolutely worth it to work in sports, be on the air, and love what you do. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Love that. So I've never uh, worked since I left the farm. That's the most hilarious thing. It was the hardest work in the world, growing up on a farm, putting your life in danger every single day. And I had a guy that I worked with in the radio station a few years ago say he was going to quit radio and go farming with his brother because he was tired of working so hard. I laughed right in his face. I said, you have no idea, man. You have no idea. These may be long hours in our business. It is not work. Rod, we have just a few more questions. This one is, what does the future look like for your business? Well, it's not a growth pattern. Uh, I guess you would say sky's the limit, to be honest with you. And the biggest reason for that is a lot of people out there just don't want to work that hard. They just don't want to hustle, whereas I don't have that problem. So I don't know. I'm, it's successful today. I work to be the best at what I do each day when I get out of bed. So this a career path could change. I'll always be in broadcasting in the media, but will I always be in Saskatchewan? Who knows? I know that it's always going to be good. That's what I know. Where it's going to take me, no idea. Rod, I can feel the positivity and I can feel the enthusiasm coming through my earbuds. Next question is this. Do you have any predictions on the upcoming rider season? Yeah, I think we're going to be great. I'm going to get a lot of crap thrown at me by other teams in the CFL because I'm about to predict that the Riders will be first place in the West. And I'm not, <laughs> I, I won't waste your time on the reasons why, but I think it's going to happen because this new regime has the same attitude that I have, and that is forget the past, look forward, and be your best every day. And I think that they're going to be, I think they're going to be front runners to be in the Grey Cup this year, which is in Toronto. And then when we move into the new stadium, we should have the best team in the CFL. That's pretty cool. Pretty bold predictions from Rod Peterson. Rod, if people want to connect with you, how can they find you? Best is on Twitter, at Rod Peterson, or you can email me, ridervoice at yahoo.ca. promise I'll get back to you. Rod, fantastic stuff. We appreciate you taking some of your time to spend it with us on our show on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. It's great. Thanks, Rod. People don't usually ask those questions, so it was a joy to answer them. Thank you. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. 
Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy's Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy's Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy's Small Business Society today.